everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Book More Show. It's Stuart Bell here, and today I'm talking with Betsy Vaughan about some of the opportunities that the current situation presents. Now, obviously, there's a huge amount of challenges around people are having uh, experiencing real difficulties, and depending which business you're in, it's going to impact you in slightly different ways. But in and amongst that, there's also opportunities that come about because of the change in situation. Every time something new happens, there's the opportunity to share your knowledge and expertise and really engage with potential customers even if it turns out those customers it's now going to be months before you can help and service them rather than weeks as it may have been in the past but there's really opportunity to be there at the time when there's a desperate need for useful and valuable information and be the person that provides that and start that relationship moving forward so great conversation today we look at quite a few examples of how you can maximize that opportunity and really write something that engages people now in the moment that they're in and the struggle that they're in to really start that relationship and and be there be the person that uh, is the thought leader in your particular industry so with that enjoy and i will catch you on the other side Betsy Vaughan. Sure. Well, how's it going in quarantine in Philadelphia? It is. It's a nice sunny day today. Always makes the view out of the window look uh, a little more pleasant oh. than the grey rainy days. Oh, yeah. So, well, what are you talk about today? all surviving. No, no yeah. illnesses. The offices, um, the offices where everyone's out of the office working from home now. So, um, the Florida's on that proper, or our bit of Florida was in that proper shutdown. So yeah. most of the guys are remote anyway, so it doesn't make that much of a difference. But um, yeah, definitely coming to terms with slightly different ways of working. It's yeah, interesting because speaking to some of the people that we're working with to create books, it's it's a bit of a mix between everyone just adopting working from home and it not being so dramatically different and in fact some people are busier and then there's the other group of people who are writing now because they've got time to write and maybe haven't done in the past so now using the opportunity to get around it so as we're kind of dealing with people from various different parts of the country and in fact the world obviously because we've got new zealand clients at the moment and right. European clients so seeing everyone's how everyone's managing the the kind of variations in the, the common situation differently it's um yeah getting quite a diverse picture as as we're chatting to people it, it really is you know i was thinking about this working remotely working from home for as long as i have been um listening to people that i'm talking to adjust to this new normal um right. i don't have that sense of anxiety because this part of my life hasn't been changed at all you know so my monday through friday is is the same um but i really am starting to feel for people who it's trying to, to put it all together and find the time to do the things i need to do without all the disruptions you know you've got people who are trying to work trying to take care of children you know doing all of this in a new setting yeah. so i really you know um I'm kind of kind of feeling for them, but and so I'm here. It's some. It's funny because some people will say, "Oh no, I've locked myself in the closet to have this conversation with you." Or <laughs> um, some people are holding their babies. I've had a few babies. I'm listening to which that leads to a whole other conversation about babies. Everybody wants to talk about their new baby, so we have a lot of <laughs> we spend about five or ten minutes talking about babies, and so it's really um, really interesting to just well, watch all this I guess play out. Quite nice. 
that quite nicely leads into what we were going to talk about today then, which is this idea of, obviously, we're all in a new world. So how and when and the the what of a book fits into that as a great way of engaging with people in these kind of confusing times. I think the two things as we were kind of planning what to talk about this week, the two things that sprang to mind is, A, this idea of the people who do have time now when they haven't had in the past so seizing the opportunity to to do this now that everyone's kind of that group of people are kind of getting into the routine of what this new normal is certainly for the next next few weeks if not few months and then the other group of people which i think is the majority to be honest but the other group of people who not they've necessarily got more time on their hands but the opportunity to write it now is presenting lots of ideas or lots of conversations that wouldn't have come up in the past so we've talked about this idea of writing a book that's driven by an external time-based factor like year end or tax year end or some event on the calendar well this kind of falls into that category so yeah i think that'll be a a good subject because that definitely reflects a lot of the conversation that we a lot of the conversations that we've had over the last couple of weeks so yeah i think that'll be a good one to talk about today yeah that's good. All right. Very good. Um, let's the, go for it. Perfect. Well, the first group, the easiest ones to talk about, I guess, is this idea that now is a perfect time if you do find yourself with more time than you perhaps would have done in the past. I think this is more for people who are in the group that you were talking about, the group of people who perhaps don't typically work remotely and are now in a situation where they can't do their normal work in air quotes kind of that normal stuff that required physically being present somewhere so what can you do now in order to make the best of a bad situation so that hopefully surviving the downturn and when things change and we can all get back to whatever the normal was your previous normal that you're best positioned to kind of amplify and and leverage and make the most of use it as a springboard this kind of pent-up demand that hopefully will be for the service in order to jump and get and get going so for this the thing i'm thinking of here is kind of this staging idea of in the eight profit activators we talk about profit activator number four and making it very easy creating a mafia way a very easy way of people getting started and often it's difficult for people to say no to something that engages people along the path towards executing towards becoming a client so creating something that moves that journey further forward knowing that the ultimate conversion that actually engaging that customer and doing the business now might get delayed for longer than you would like instead of being able to do the job next week it might be next month before you can do the work but this idea of creating something that engages people further down that funnel this time now is a great opportunity to jump on that bandwagon so typically or the easiest example that we've got is talking about scorecards and and books that move the conversation forward not necessarily introducing a brand new topic now the reason that for a lot of people that is a good idea is because you've if you've been in business for any amount of time you've probably got a list of unconverted clients and having this asset as an asset that moves people forwards in the journey rather than spending the time to create something brand new and adding new people to the list will kind of leverage that thing that you've already got those conversations you already have had that have gone cold the 
opportunity to do the referral and complementary non-competing business ideas that we've talked about in the in the past the kind of audiences that are there already but are several steps away from converting a tool like a scorecard or a checklist based tool or something that doesn't introduce the idea but allows people to measure themselves on a on a scale so they can evidence for themselves that they're closer to needing your service that perhaps is the better opportunity rather than writing something completely new introducing the idea that would bring very cold traffic into the top of the funnel by introducing this idea and getting people to raise their hand now obviously both of them are super valuable but because they're both do slightly different jobs and the second one can be used so the first one can be used for the second purpose so a scorecard type book can still be used to get people to raise their hand then that is potentially the better use of time, given that we've only got so much time in the day and you've got to start with picking one first, then potentially picking this idea of a scorecard type book is more beneficial than just writing a book that introduces the subject from scratch. Now, this is going to vary case by case for every person. Obviously, if you don't particularly have a big list, if what you're thinking about writing as far as the scorecard goes requires some kind of understanding of the service that you offer already, if it's a little bit too far down the funnel to really attract brand new customers, then maybe that's not the best opportunity. The best opportunity there might be to write something that really introduces the idea. So, let's stick with a flower arrangement um, Mm -hmm. example that we've used before just for consistency and and ease of of thinking about a subject, but flower arranging for events now is very difficult to do in the current environment because although there is still floral deliveries being done, one-on-one deliveries, the big event-based floral um, like weddings or events or office flowers being delivered to offices, all of those things aren't really happening now because the events, there's, there's no one in the, in the spaces. So in that case, if your business was very much focused around that, it's a subject that doesn't necessarily need much introducing. If someone's planning a wedding or a, unfortunately a funeral or an event where they need flowers on the table it's not like you've got to introduce the idea of having flowers as a novel idea but creating something where people can go through the checklist the eight points to um having successful wedding flowers having something that people can score themselves against can measure themselves against can kind of validate the fact that you're the right person to work with against without the need to introduce a whole new idea then that's a better option than introducing the idea of why flowers make or break a wedding because that isn't really introducing much. I mean, it would still be interesting for that group of people, but it doesn't really move the journey further forward. Now, on the flip side of that, something like a financial planner, where the opportunity to write something now is around small business loans, stimulus checks, the uh, payroll protection programs, all of those things where that is introducing a new idea and maybe the scorecard, the measurement book of, okay, score yourself in these ways to see if you qualified for the program. That is still valuable, but also is valuable is introducing the idea of the subject in the first place. So the guide to the 2020 stimulus plan for small business 
introducing the idea rather than measuring against it, then introducing the idea might be better placed because you might attract a broader audience and then you move people towards the second step a little bit further down. So those two examples, does that make sense? Yeah, the no, but, yeah it does. The other? Absolutely. It's always difficult sometimes kind of in the in the environment of a podcast without necessarily having people firing different ideas through. It's a little bit difficult sometimes to get very specific on whether one idea right. is better than the other. And it's definitely the case that there it's a Venn diagram that overlaps or it's two sides of the same coin. And at the end of the day, either type of approach is better than no approach at all. So if you do find yourself with time on your hands, then don't procrastinate too long about making the best choice just go through the the book blueprint mindsets that we've got to dial in one idea and just really run with that idea and get it done but just this idea of where it sits in the funnel this slight difference between profit activated number two getting people to raise their hand as the first point of the conversation and profit activated number three patiently and slowly educating and motivating people over the time so kind of motivating them to take that next step just a very slight nuanced difference between the two approaches um the, the the next group so that kind of if you've got time to do something then this is a great thing to do now and and just pick one of those ideas and go with it the next group was that group that don't necessarily have any more time on their hands it's not like suddenly they're they're presented with a huge drop off in business and kind of people twiddling their thumbs but this is more people who want to leverage and make the most of the moment now so that second example i had the kind of 2020 stimulus package guide for small business that's a perfect example of something that has changed in this point in time that you can write about in a very fast way particularly obviously working with us we think is the fastest way of doing it but even if you're doing this by yourself a very fast way to get something out there to capture a moment that's changed where there's a a um, a deficit of information where there's a, a clear need for people to understand more and a benefit for them understanding more then now is a great time to jump on that and not let the moment pass but get something out there but it goes even Can further I say, than oh, yes yeah, jump, jump in i was just going to say that uh, that's a, a lot of what we're seeing right now you know people right. who are like okay i need to do this we should get it out fast because it's relevant to right now and we don't know I mean, we think, you know, this is going to be a month or two months or whatever. It unfortunately may circle back around, you know, um, yeah. as it is in other places. But so that's what we're seeing, you know, with the people that I'm talking to now. I think we have three specific books revolving around the current situation um, that came on board, you know, a week or two ago. And we're, we're rushing to get those out so that, you know, it, 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 makes, it makes sense, you know, to have this book yeah. out and Six months may not make a bit of sense to do it. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> I think people are like taking advantage, which, you know, now's the time. You know, some of the books are, uh, one of the books is more just a general, like, kind of what, what you can do kind of book. And the other, the other two are more geared towards really try, lead generation books and trying to, to, to get people to pay attention now, you know. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think so, that is, that's where the opportunity lies for everyone because that financial advisors example of something based on stimulus or the small business um, economic packages that are around obviously that's something that didn't exist 
a month ago. So it's yeah. clearly new information that can be out there helping people. But I think for every business, we were using the example before of if you were, um, we obviously work a lot with strategic coach. So there's a large number of coaches in that organization. So if you're a coach and you're not coach if you're a coach of coaches and you're not helping your guys with running their business online then i mean in-person meetings are going to be the last thing to recover so writing something that supports that although it's not directly new information because of the situation zoom's been around for however many years zoom's been around but the fact that all that industry now needs to use it and adopt it very quickly is is hugely important and hugely beneficial information mm-hmm. to get out there if you were a florist and are usually dealing with floral tributes at funerals writing something that presents within the industry what is still achievable with all of the constraints because people aren't going to know what they can or can't do so right. writing something that supports that that um guide to sending tributes and staying socially distant or whatever within your industry is the most useful information to the customer base given the change in circumstances all of that is timely and it's not necessarily the fact that um that it has to be brand new information like the stimulus package this really comes into i'm pretty sure we've done a couple of episodes before talking about this idea of topic bridging of taking one thing and then pivoting it into the message that you're that you want to talk about now obviously there's a tasteful and a, and a less tasteful way of doing that it's uh you don't necessarily want to bait and switch people. Well, you don't at all want to bait and switch people from a, a title to something completely unrelated or really trying to jam a subject in there. But for most industries, if not all industries now, the stay at home, all the social distancing, all the remote working, all the risk of infection, all the dealing with grief or dealing with trauma of isolation, all of these things are having impacts on businesses right across the spectrum, Mm -hmm. no matter what industry you're in. So the idea of writing something because there's a time-based trigger means that there's an opportunity now to start capturing some of those leads. And if you can help people and then work with them today, that's great. And if you can help people, but you won't be able to work with them for three months, then what else are you going to do? At the end of the day, the situation is the situation. Mm-hmm. So trying to create something that kind of builds up some demand and builds up a a reciprocity with people so that they are predisposed to work with you when the restrictions are lifted, then there is a very specific time crunch to do it now and not say I'll, I'll get to that soon i'll get to that soon now is important because of all of the opportunity that it presents in and amongst all of the tragedy and the difficulty the opportunity is still there to do something now and presenting something of value and i guess that briefly just um, bridges into the content that's there as well i mean the mm-hmm. worst case scenario is just writing something that isn't particularly meaningful or relevant for the time this idea of kind of bait and switching from the title into some other content if you can make it as useful as possible in addition to being timely and the fact that you just get it out of the door now as well which is self-serving for you to identify as leads but if you really concentrate on the value then that is a win-win and it really builds on that 
idea of yeah. creating this this um rapport with people reciprocity with people right. building that relationship so that when the brakes come off the um off the economy and the restrictions are lifted then people are predisposed to do work with you not just because they've got something that's got them on a list but they've got something that's got them on list and it's provided value and it's led to a further conversation mm-hmm. that's that's uh, given them some certainty and help and and useful information in a time where there's definitely a deficit of that and you're there you're the person that can help with that conversation so you were talking about you know the content and um so we had some somebody come on board financial advisors um and they were were just going to do i don't want to say a generic um financial advisor book but they were just going to do you know sort of specific to their them and their firm and then they sort of decided oh wait a minute Let's take advantage of the situation, you know, where we are now. It's, it's, so they adjusted the cover, um, kept the bulk of the, the book, the content, just a normal value, you know, that they would offer their, their right. potential clients or their clients, focus a little bit on the um, introduction, mix it up a little bit, and added a chapter, a chapter, a chapter that was very specific <laughs> to what is happening right now. Um, Right. with the country with the world with the economy and so it will be easy to when 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 this all goes away to simply adjust you know remove one chapter so they didn't put the whole focus on you know everything to do with the coronavirus and what's happening but these are general you know general financial tips and 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 what they offer and they can do for you but hey here's also what we could do right now or what you should right. be doing right now because of the situation. so i thought that was a great way to yeah. do it with without having to write a whole additional book you know yeah actually that's a fantastic point i mean i'd never even thought about that in terms of of content i mean i would imagine it will come out for people as they go through the process but this idea of only 10 percent of the world has changed specifically around this. I mean, unless you are writing the book, which is the 2020 Guide to the Stimulus Packages, which obviously 100% focused on that, for everyone else, the forest example, 10% of that world in the delivery mechanism for virtual deliveries to, um, let's pick a nicer subject than someone dying, but the baby being born. Like historically, you might have taken flowers to the parents. Obviously, that's not an option now. So what can you do? at a at a distance so the 90 percent of that book is still exactly the same picking the flowers and the arrangement and the message that you put in it all of that's still the same but the difference the timely difference of why it's important and why it's important now and how it's different is hugely important the financial planners just as you said i mean the um we've got some of our one-on-one coaching clients that we've got financial planners around the retirement space so the fact that there's a lot more market volatility now and the options that people have got in terms of when they take money and how that reflects in taxes and all those types of things, there is a small change specific to now, but the 90% of retirement planning still remains exactly the same. But by positioning it as adding value and genuinely adding a lot of value that talks about 100% of the change, so still as like we say all the time as far as kind of the uh, book blueprint mindset of value-driven content answer the question as completely as possible try and make sure that the book if they did nothing else provides all the value that you can possibly deliver 
answer a hundred percent of the corona related issues but then obviously that might only be a chapter's worth that might completely answer the question it's still only a chapter but then reinforce it and back it up and add to it with the other things which aren't aren't changing at the moment but you can still write a very valuable and useful book by answering 100 percent of that smaller question and then going on to cover other things that are still related exactly yeah yeah it's so interesting it's difficult to um without sounding like it's just beating a being a dead horse to go over and over and over the same points again it's difficult to go into too many details on a podcast of all of the nuances or elements that kind of lead to this but i think if if you go into the project with two things in mind and then refer back to the the book blueprint scorecard that we always talk about so go back to this idea of there is a very strong reason for doing it now and now has a time crunch associated with it because something external has changed and there's a lot of motivations and opportunities around that so the one thing is think about rather than you could do this at any time there is definitely a time constraint a beneficial constraint of doing it now so that's the one thing what can you do to encourage yourself to or trick yourself into actually pulling the trigger and actually doing it in the next couple of weeks because that means it will get out the door so that's one thing and then the second thing of genuine thinking coming to it from the point of view of what's the most valuable thing that can be delivered to people what information are they desperate for what do i know as an insider that they might not know as an outsider where are they going to be coming to this and we often talk about this kind of user journey of anticipating where they are in their journey and kind of meeting them with the information that they want well they now might be coming from a different position because historically you might have always dealt with people who had five units worth of knowledge in whatever you do but now all of a sudden you're dealing with like if you were making face masks if your business was making face masks historically you'd be talking entirely b2b because no one was interested in face masks that wasn't in the face mask business or the face mask wearing business now obviously there's a lot of new people coming in so whereas historically you might have positioned it for people with five units worth of knowledge now it might be beneficial to position it at people with one unit's worth of knowledge so creating this thing that's the most valuable for the people in their journey where they are today and then obviously going through the book blueprint scorecard just to look at each of the eight mindsets and really validating your thoughts against each of those i think going into this with those two thoughts front of mind and there's a time based there's a time conscious for doing it now and what can i do to leverage that as much as possible and adding the most amount of value to people where they are today not three weeks ago where they are today then that i think will lead to a fantastic book that's really going to resonate with people it will allow you to collect leads and start conversations with those who will ultimately do business with you whether that is today tomorrow two months or two years time Right, that's good. Yeah. So, with that, my voice is getting croaky, which is usually the sign that uh, we've been talking to a long time. I never thought to look at the clock when we started recording today, so I'm really not sure how long we've been talking for, but I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, I know we've been, uh, yeah, I'm showing an hour, but that we had, uh, we had a brief, you know, (laughs) 30 minutes probably of other stuff. 
to get to get to the podcast. So right. I really think, you know, it's interesting if people like you said something about I think you gave somebody somebody out there a great idea of um you mentioned about those who are coach clients. Um, if you're not talking to your teaching coaching your your not coaching your client on online coaching, you really should be. You, whatever that line is you said, but I, it popped right. into my head and I thought, oh, somebody's going to pop up with that. I just, I have a feeling that somebody's listening to this yeah. and that's going to be like, I'm taking advantage of that book right now. So um, it is interesting I mean, to see how, you know, people are, are responding and, and, and like you said, it's either you have the time or there is the opportunity and um, which is, I think which is great. Thing, you know? it- process that we've got is a very speed is one of the key differentiators that we have over all of the other companies out there the fact Mm -hmm. that we focus a lot on getting that great product out there that's fast to market that starts that conversation and is at the other end of the spectrum from a traditional book that takes two years to write, a year to edit, a year to actually get onto shelves because they're they're trying to create an evergreen thing that is that sell that the that the book is the product. So that's the exact opposite. Where the conversation is a product mm-hmm. for us. And speed is one of those key benefits. So you can imagine now a coach of a, a coach of coaches out there <laughs> being able to steal some of the traffic from other coaches who are slow to respond and slow to adapt to the new situation and are adopting a wait and see attitude. If you're the person that's out there and starting to say, give people ideas of how to really benefit now, I mean, you can imagine being a business coach. We've got chiropractic business coaches that we've worked with before. There was a project that's kind of on the, um, is kind of been in the long grass for a little bit this year, but there was a project for a while where a chiropractic coaching organization was using a book as lead generation tools for their chiropractors. But that as a coaching organization, there were tens of thousands of chiropractors out there in the US. They've all got a medical dispensation for remaining open so they're not closed but all of their clients and their customers are concerned and worried about having physical contact with people so imagine a chiropractic coaching organization writing the book which is the april 2020 guide to socially responsible distance practicing as a way of identifying and starting a relationship with all of the people in the chiropractic business which is an identifiable group of people because there are business organizations um like med, uh, licensing organizations which means that you can specifically get a list of those people and send them a postcard with it offering them a copy of the book there are professional um, groups on facebook with chiropractors in so you can target those groups with facebook ads so you can get in front of absolutely the list of people and very quickly in a matter of weeks writing that guide and offering it for free i mean how are you going to get how many yeah. of those absolutely perfect clients are going to raise their hand and say I'm, in, I'm interested because you jumped ahead and saw the opportunity in what's happening today it's realtors the exact same thing realtor coaching businesses i don't know why i've got stuck on coaching businesses but it's, uh, it's an yeah. easy example I guess. um but coaches of realtors huge organizations out there teams of realtors you can imagine being we work with the 
KW group in Keller Williams. And in fact, actually, I might actually reach out to them with this idea because I'm just thinking about it now. But writing a book, a guide to how realtors are dealing with social distancing practices, that would be a very quick and easy book to write because three or four weeks in, you kind of now know really what that situation is. And all of the organizations corporately are putting out lots and lots of information so you can just pull some of the best practices together from that and write that to attract different realtors now even if those people stay with their current organizations when everything picks back up again and certain unfortunately certain offices are going to be going under so they'll have to let agents go the people that they're going to look to move to are going to be the people who are out there trying to help particularly the realtor one okay I was going to wrap up, but now I want to roll. <laughs> Particularly the realtor one, because that's got a local component to it as well. So when I think about right. the work that we're doing with the Windhaven office, we've really got a 25 to 50 mile radius that we're interested in working, identifying and working with other realtors or people who want to be realtors because the office has a desire to or requirement to grow. So engaging those people, knowing who the realtors are, because again, we can get a list, targeting them on Facebook because there's an interest group around that, geographically targeting it because we don't, we're not interested in pushing this guy out to the whole country. We just want to push it out locally, which means that the ad spend is going to be very low because it's a constrained area. We're only trying to deal with, I mean, what I think there's about 2,500 people tops that we're trying to deal with uh, in that area. Um, and again, we can get a list of them one-on-one if we wanted to anyway, because they have a licensed body. I mean, creating that and jumping on it now, super fast to create super easy to create you can point people to a whole load of additional resources outside of just the book itself so the book itself can stay relatively light and on target and then just point people to other resources that you've got to help them i mean it's such a i was just going through the the gallery to think of some of the other ideas that we've got in there and there's just example after example the plumbing and service type industries the the home-based service type industries i mean there's no corona-based thing about why people are um why people wouldn't get their plumbing repaired but this is one of the ones that could fall into a topic bridging subject of writing a, a book which is the we're coming into summer now so everyone's going to move from heating to kicking their air conditioning on so like the the socially distant home servicing guide how to get your house up to speed without the need for calling in outside without the need for inviting the virus into your home um because yeah. at the end of the day, people who are interested in servicing their ac to make sure that it's running a subset of them are going to have problems with it that they can't fix themselves so you write in the book that matches where they've got a perceived problem they don't want strangers coming into the house potentially bringing uh, a virus in yeah. with them then writing that book that raises gets them to raise their hand knowing that a subset of them are going to be potential customers fantastic opportunity move quickly on it it's the nice version of topic bridging because it's giving people all of the value that you can give to them genuinely within the constraints of the title so you're actually genuinely trying to help them not bring outside people in but you know that there's going to be a subset of them that have to bring people in because they can't do it themselves they'll have bigger problems than they can do for themselves and there's a way of identifying that group and of starting the conversation by delivering value i mean it's such a fantastic way the financial advisors i mean we've got so many financial advisor type books mm-hmm. but 
again, using that as using the stimulus packages or the change in tax guidelines or the deferred filing uh, times for this year as the bridging point of a conversation. Insurance agency optimization is a book that insurance requirements. Now, that's a huge unknown area because as organizations go back to work, as there's no centrally, federally mandated guidelines, then it opens the door. And I'm surprised I haven't seen any news stories on this at all. I was just thinking about it this morning for some reason, but I'm surprised that there haven't yet been maybe we're just a bit early, but I would imagine that we'll see cases of organizations being sued for people contracting coronavirus where they're accusing the store of having poor practices and they contracted it when they went into the pet store to get food for their pet. And then the employee wasn't wearing a mask and coughed and therefore I'm blaming you for it. I mean, how do you even begin to fight back right. against that? So, so I did in- see there was a case where someone passed away working at um, one of the large um, superstores and um, maybe two employees and the family had filed, you know, these wrongful death suits because of this. And it led to conversation in our household right. um, because, you know, Mike's business um his people are going into homes and, and, you know, and so they're taking all the precautions with masks and gloves and hair nets and um, booties. And, but, you know, it, it's just one of those, one of those things, the double-edged sword, even because I say to him, you know, people are worried about that, but some people, like you said, they have to have their air conditioning fixed or their, right. you know, um, whatever's their water or whatever's going on. Um, but also his employees, what are they walking into? You know, they yeah, don't know what yeah. they're walking into, you know? And so we were discussing this last night in the, um, where's that liability? You know, where does, where, where does that become your, your responsibility? You know, I mean, he doesn't, he can't with, ban customers for, you know, do you have the virus or, right. you know, you and then know. what would that disclaimer even look like? I mean, apart yeah, from just yeah. the completely wavered sign off saying, I promise not to hold you liable oh. for any, issue but then i can imagine that would get challenged and potentially i mean oh, even if it easily. did stand up in court i yeah. mean it would take a crazy long time to litigate yeah. i mean it's not like we're in a country that isn't very enthusiastic on litigating things that maybe aren't mm-hmm. the most mm-hmm. sensible on the surface but still get through anyway so i mean it's yeah. just such a whole ah oh, i mean it's yeah, it really is okay. i know you know um, with mike's so, other business you know, that he has with his brother, they had to bring with some temporary workers because some of their employees don't want to take a risk in going to certain known, they know there's some virus issues. Um, so they right. had to hire uh, temps and they had to sign a waiver, you know, and they, they're up front with them right away. Like, Hey, this is so, but I said, Oh, I, I remember saying to Mike, I that's not going to, for some reason, I think that's going to come back and bite somebody, you know. Um, it's one thing yeah. if they're your loyal, long-time employees, but when you're hiring people outside, maybe they're not understanding the risk, you know, um, of, of what they're walking into. Um, that is a conversation Mike is having actually today because they got offered a job. It's a, There's 26 cases, confirmed cases at a location, and, you know, he'll if his guys say, yes, we'll do it, he'll make sure they have the proper gear. Yeah. But, um, you know, they may not say it, you know. So as a business owner, it's really frustrating to him because, yeah. he, you know, he may depend on a so lot should, of work if he doesn't have the people to do it. 
Right. And you can imagine being an insurance agency out there that deals with workplace insurance, then writing something that is with the best intentions, with an understanding and the knowledge that exists today of putting some baseline guidelines out there in the book and then referring people to a website or YouTube channel where information is more um, more frequently or regularly updated as the situation changes, creating something and getting it out there. As I said earlier, one of our the unique propositions of what we do is the speed of getting it out there. And I mean, it's not an overnight process by any means, but it's definitely not a six month process either. So by delivering, thinking about what the most valuable thing is to get in people's hands quickly in a way that's authentic and useful and valuable and leads people to the next step, this, this, um, minimum viable commitment to the next step of more useful information, then being first to market is really seasoned and making the most of the opportunity that's there whilst providing value, real value and, and starting that conversation. It's um, yeah, yeah, I think there's a great opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Well, good. Cool. Yeah, okay. Well, wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This time let's definitely wrap it up. My voice hasn't got any less croaky. <laughs> Very good. Very um, good. And my need to go to the bathroom has increased slightly as well. So that's definitely a pressing. <laughs> uh, so with that, um, as always, head over to the uh, show notes. We're going to put the uh, show notes up on, this is going to be episode 101. Sounds strange now reading show notes in uh, three digits, but uh, yeah, head over to 90minutebooks.com forward slash podcast or follow the uh, podcast links on the website. And this particular one is episode 101. We'll have some the transcripts from the shows there and then some of the resources. Um, we talked a few times about the book blueprint scorecard. And obviously that's the thing that you really need to run through just to validate your ideas against the ideas. But where we are today, I'd add those two additional elements of this time constraint this time up based opportunity so what can you do now to make sure that you're making the most of it and the value proposition really um the the, the mindset that we've got a value-driven content talks about it but really think about it in terms of not just value-driven content regards to the title but value-driven content in where people are today which is almost certainly going to be different from where they were a few weeks ago so yeah head over there and then if if you're ready to get started then and you don't want to do it yourself we can obviously guide you through each of these steps to really make the most of each of them then uh, just follow the get started links or shoot us a message uh, an email to uh, hello at 90 minute books and we'll be here ready to help you get your book out there awesome very good all well thanks for your time betsy always a pleasure and we will talk to you in the next one bye